From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning. Focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. That's beautiful. Welcome to you. That's beautiful day the Lord has made here in the Sacramento Valley. Well, in the whole diocese of Sacramento. I always say Sacramento Valley <laughs> and uh, includes Lake Tahoe, includes Alturas and Tuvia yeah. Lake, includes <laughs> Galt and Rio Vista and yeah. Vallejo and Venetia, Venetia and Vacaville, yeah. everything in between. Ready. Right. It's amazing. Why <laughs> What hundred parishes or so? It's hundred and three, and hundred and three mission parishes. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that voice you hear is the voice of Laura Lynn Solano, the the assistant director for lay formation yes. here in the yeah. diocese of Sacramento. Good yeah. to see your smiling face. <laughs> Good to see you, Bob. Here we are. Uh, in person, yes, we didn't yes. know that that would ever happen. I again. know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah last few so. times I've been over the phone. So, yes. well, it's yeah. just so so much. Explain explain what the assistant director for lay formation does. Um, pretty much in charge of mo- anything that's formation for the laity, so not the clergy formation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mostly work with um, kind of leaders in the parishes, like um, pa- parish catechetical le- catechetical leaders, DREs, CREs ministry leaders and informing them and providing like um, uh, programs for them so that they can go on and continue to form those that um, will be serving kind of at the grassroots level in the pew so like you'd have a director who's um, directing catechists so my my role would be to help out the um, the director to be a better director in order to form the catechists for the mission that they're doing so I've often wondered I mean and so you're you're talking about we were just kind of joking and laughing, but this vast diocese. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just as important in Wairika and Happy Camp as it is here in, you know, in and, Sacramento yeah. or Davis or, Definitely. or anyplace else, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, St. Isidore's in Yuma City. All, exactly, all yeah. Great parishes. And um, it it must be, I, I think of Bishop Soto and I think of Bishop Wiegand before him and, and you think, wow, and Bishop Quinn mm-hmm. getting around this diocese. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. I know I know in the uh, in the well I think they have two dioceses in Alaska, maybe three mm-hmm. for sure. Anchorage and Fairbanks, maybe yeah. Juneau has it, and a lot of those priests are are bush pilots. Yeah, yeah. I actually met. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Chicago um, to for the USCCB. Um, this this year long or two year long process of journeying together mm-hmm. and um, it brought together different cultural families and one of the families were native um, Native Americans so there was quite a few um, Native Alaskans mm-hmm. who were there and gosh I had such an appreciation for the faith especially the strong yeah. faith they had because where they lived um, one of them was telling me that they don't have roads that you can drive into the, yeah. and they get a they get a priest maybe twice but on, definitely once a year for for a couple weeks yeah. and that's when the marriages happen that's when mm-hmm. the wedding you know I mean sorry the the baptisms and all, all of that right. happens and in the meantime it's it's the lay folks who are continue to teach yeah yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. and and yeah. they're they're dedicated like and you know and we talk you know i, I you don't we're kind of spoiled sometimes or you know, they're very blessed in order to continue that yeah. so but it's just a testimony to their faith like yeah they, 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 and the, the priests have to be pilots to get across yeah isn't that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, he, he reminds me that they, you look at the early history of this diocese and right the, i guess there's also i guess grass valley and you know and yeah and the, Priests on horseback, yeah, and, yeah, and, you know, during the gold <laughs> rush and all. Of, right. And, and I, I remember talking to a priest, a, a modern day priest, who was in his early priesthood had had serviced some of the the mission churches, yeah. um, um, in the foothills. Yeah, and he said one of them, um, first thing he did when he went to, you know, probably he said mass at the. The, the main parish and then you know drove right. 30 or 40 miles away to another to a mission church yeah he says first thing i did was light a fire in the fireplace to heat the church oh you my know, gosh yeah like, yeah um and and we see so many of those little mission churches around yeah and, and just people that have been living there for generations right you know yeah. and, and that's a very special place to them yeah yeah i think the dice it it it's interesting to see the very many missions and you know that we have in what like gosh jackson where um yeah. uh where uh father colin went is at st catherine drexel yeah the, yeah in, now in martell yeah I in martell so, yeah. or yeah i call it jackson yeah, jackson. yeah. 
<laughs> but like just the, his parish and I'm my gosh, he's like a super man because he's got to go. Uh, well, there was various um, parishes that were right. were combined, but combined, then they yeah. had mission parishes also. As so well. yeah. he goes from all of those. <laughs> so yeah, like, oh I, I, was, like, I remember being in Maxwell one time, which was the, the parish. Mm-hmm. But then the little tiny town of Stonyford had a had a. Uh, right. a mission church and and i, I believe williams uh yeah. is, is a mission church of of maxwell yeah and uh even though i think williams is it's, it's a larger. Bit bigger yeah. than, than yeah. maxwell yeah. Uh, maybe maybe in a long time ago it wasn't but right. uh, of course maxwell i think that church is over 100 years old yeah i, I think it's it. sacred heart i'm not sure sacred heart maxwell, sacred yeah. Heart maxwell yeah. yeah yeah and uh um yeah and i remember being in a in a a mission church in Volcano. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Volcano. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I passed through that on the way to camp um, for when I was with the Newman Centers, and oh, I really? saw yeah, yeah in Volcano. I was like, we're going to Volcano. Oh, I remember. I had <laughs> I had four kids with me. We were we were somebody. It was it was I think when the church. I, I can't remember which parish it was, but they're having this one of these giant rummage sales. Oh wow! You know where every, every parishioner brought stuff. Right. You know, and and they had been on the show. And they said, "Why don't you come up? It's yeah. on a Saturday, you know." Yeah. And, and we drove up there, and uh, w- with my four kids, and they were much. We were probably four, five, six, and seven. Oh my old, goodness! Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and just uh, some people were so nice to them, and and then we ended up going to mass, it was yeah. like a Saturday evening mass yeah. at St. Bernard's in Volcano, and the kids were like. Why is this town called Volcano? <laughs> <laughs> Should we be scared? <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting in the back row, so we can get up quick. <laughs> like, where are we gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, all those churches, I, I, I both uh, admire you for getting around to them and <laughs> envy you for getting to see all those. But I think yeah. it's a it's a huge job, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to go as much anymore um, since I became assistant director. When I, when I was a coordinator, I had the opportunity to just to drive all around. Um, you know, I got to go up to Ridge, and mm-hmm. gosh, there's so it, it's so pretty. Like our our diocese is just beautiful. Like, well, yeah. you know, it's so the diversity is just it's it's mind boggling. Yeah. People people say so it's Sacramento, right? And I said, well, yeah. I mean, that's where it's located. Yeah. But it goes to the Pacific Ocean. Oh in, yeah, in Vallejo and Benicia, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, mean, Rio not, Vista, it's kind of the Bay, but yeah, the Bay, there's yeah. salt water there, yeah, yeah, and and it goes all the way to Nevada, yeah, Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, yeah. goes all the way to the Oregon border, yeah, and it goes, you know, basically to down almost into the San Joaquin, yeah, down, yeah, down yeah. Down the Galt and <laughs> Rio Vista, and right, um, it's it's just it's mind boggling. We yeah. have rivers, we have lakes, we have, yeah, we probably have as much snow as any diocese in the country. I believe it, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just all these mountains we have. Yeah. And yeah. And, and as much cold weather as yeah. many places. <laughs> you know, we, we talk about it here in Sacramento, oh it's hundred and five today yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. And up in Truckee it's <laughs> like it's eighty and it might be thirty five at night even yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Below yeah. zero in the winter. Yeah. It's so diverse. It and then is. there's that off of 395, up as you got north on the other side of the mountains on mm-hmm. uh, Susanville. Yeah, and, Susanville. Yeah. And all those those, yeah. those little towns up in there, Beaver yeah. and uh, yeah. Mount Lassen, you know. Yeah, uh, that's so pretty uh, too. Yeah. Uh, Chester and uh, yeah. Our Lady yeah. of the Snows. Lady, love, oh my gosh, that's such Lady a pretty way. Yeah. What, a, what a name yeah. for, a, for a church. It's, it's, uh, it's, and they have a really lovely community there. Yeah, I got to visit. They do. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the Lake Almanor, I believe. Yeah, Lake yeah. Almanor. Yeah. yeah, Father Josh Sia is there now, and he's oh, got a, right? he's got a husky. So I, oh, I, and I follow him on some social media. So when it's snowing, you know, he'll he'll post, you know, his his dog just like enjoying yeah. the snow yeah. up there. Yeah, well, he must have thought he died and went to heaven. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 a it's a. I mean, there's about five or six distinct regions mm-hmm. weather regions uh, climate regions yeah. in this one diocese yeah yeah you know yeah yeah it's amazing it, I, I was just reading about um how Rio vista the estuary is like um gosh i think nationally recognized as mm-hmm. you know uh, you know no place like it with some wildlife that's nowhere else wildlife yeah 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 you're, you're probably too young to remember but there was a time when humphrey the whale 
Oh no, I came remember. up to Rio Vista. Yeah, yeah. Decided you were going to check out Rio Vista. I was in. Um, I was actually in elementary school in Fairfield. Oh, oh so you were close. So by. I was close by. Yeah, yeah. The highway Twelve. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, and then, just not that long ago, within like ten years ago, where the two came up to West Sacramento. Right. right. Yeah, we just, they're following us. <laughs> they're following us. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Two whales and talking to each other. Going, yeah. Where, <laughs> I think we made the, a wrong turn. Where the heck are we? <laughs> What's that? Building with a big dome yeah, I on know. it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's you know, and, and then you know, all the conservation is trying to trying to chase them back to the, right, to right. the ocean. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And I, I guess frequently with some, well, you see them too, where where whales beach themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. Nobody really knows why. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get them back in the water, and right. usually unsuccessfully. Yeah, and, they're so large. Yeah, but who knows why? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Another mystery that. I'll have to ask God when I get there. Yeah, <laughs> Why'd you guys do this? <laughs> if you want to, uh, if you want to read something very funny, um, I think it was Newport, Oregon. Mm-hmm. A whale got beached back in the uh, 70s or 80s, mm-hmm. and it's decaying on the beach. Still, and it's a big. It was. Oh, and, oh and yeah, it was yeah. A, a, a big. Oh my uh, God. Bat, it was. Tourists wanted to see it, but they didn't want to smell uh, it. Smell it. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah. And yeah. finally, the the city decided somebody. They, they decided they were going to dynamite it. Oh my gosh! So they and yeah, I'm, and <laughs> it's it's like a national joke. What happened? I mean, the stuff just so the I, I'm blew sure all over smell everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, you can look it up, Newport. Oregon. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I'm going to look it, it up. I can't imagine. I, my family had like a seafood this weekend. I was gone, but like my mom and my sisters yeah. and everything. And like I could smell the garbage. So that's oh, just yeah, yeah. They, that's just a little bit of seafood. Can you imagine yeah. like whale, whale. dynamite? That's, deca- that's decaying. <laughs> decaying yeah. Whale. Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we didn't have you on to talk about whales, but <laughs> yeah. but by golly, here we are. Yeah. So you are uh, on what started as the ad hoc committee on racism. Yes. Now the standing committee on intercultural. I'll let you read it. Oh, it's, the, it's the Intercultural Committee on Access, Integration, and Mission. So um, does not fit on a business card. No, it does not. So it's been shortened to ICAM, I C A I M, or I guess that's the ICAM. Yeah, like that. ICAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah. After uh, the ad hoc committee existed for about two, three years, um, uh, at Bishop's request, to you know, really, what can we do with these these racial issues that are going on that continue to go on? And, it's something um, you can tell really troubles Bishop Soto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very concerned about it. Yeah, and I, I think he's 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 got his heart and his eye on those you know on the margins who don't necessarily garner a lot of attention, right. but he sees the suffering. So he definitely um, brought attention to that. And then, I mean, I think that during that time, there's also recent um, issues with. Um, with with some people being killed, the violence that was going mm-hmm. on based on their race. Right, so, right. yeah. So there, um, the ad, one of the things the ad hoc committee had done was um, hold listening sessions mm-hmm. throughout the diocese, at the schools, at parishes, and um, what came up wasn't something that was ad hoc <laughs> that 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 you can only you know deal right. with. For a limited time, it's something that was institutional. That's got history. That's it's very. Um, I kind of think of racism as a very sly sin that you don't mm. realize exists. So um, uh, the ad hoc committee was then deemed to be a um, standing committee, and then um, we're, we're looking at kind of looking at how racism and uh, I guess uh, many other isms affect uh, our church. Mm-hmm. How kind of just creep in places that we don't realize, and 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 how we can bring gospel, you know, bring the light to these places in order to. You know, drive out all sin, but right. especially this one that can be so, so dis- divisive with God's people. Yeah, you know, it's 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 just so hard to uh, not not to say I'm perfect at all, but it's so hard for me to understand. We're all God's children. God, we as Catholics or Christians mm-hmm. believe that God made us, knows every hair on your head yeah except me he just knows my head (laughs) 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 you know and and these people who are a different race than i am Mm -hmm. are made by the same god Mm -hmm. they're god's children just the same right not better not worse we're all god's children yeah how how can we possibly 
hate somebody or discriminate against because of their race. Yeah. And yet it's so prominent. It is. It is. And I think it's it's probably somewhat prominent because people are afraid to address it. Um, people are afraid to be guilty of it or to be associated with it because it is it's, it's a horrible thing. Um, but other sense, you know, you can kind of call out, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, okay, infidelity, you know, that's wrong. You know, pornography, you know, that's wrong. You know, stealing and things like that is wrong. Exactly. You know, and and a lot of the times, like, well, I'm not guilty of that, you know. But um, racism and bias can occur, and it, it's scary to actually mention that, you know, because you mm -hmm. don't want to be associated like, oh, no, you know, I, I didn't mean to or. Right. And it's very sensitive because there's a lot of, there's populations that have been hurt for for so long, and it's, um. The, the tension is really high and it's hard to engage and I think that's where the it church is, is important. I, think, yeah. I think many people feel I don't know if intimidate is the right word but they're afraid to say the wrong thing right like right. like like hey my heart's I I hope my heart's pure but I don't want to say the wrong thing right or um I mean sometimes I mean we all know certain words that right okay right that's right. forbidden we yeah. don't you know but <laughs> But there are other other things or phrases or or events that could trigger something for mm -hmm. somebody who has gone through that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember. Um, I'm 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 blessed that um, one of my brother-in-laws is is African American, mm -hmm. and and he's a little bit older than I am, but not much. Mm -hmm. And our different life's life histories right he grew up in oklahoma and texas mm -hmm. i grew up primarily in california a little bit in oregon yeah uh, but I, I i can't tell you how many different things out in the world we saw through a different lens right uh, and right. we don't fight about them or anything but right but i was i was blessed to be able to get his perspective yeah not, not yeah. that he speaks for all african-americans right. anymore and i speak for all <laughs> the caucasians you right know, but to get his perspective and saying, well, the reason I feel this way is because when I was 12, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is yeah. what happened yes. in, in, in my hometown. And I was, I was last year, I happened to be in Tulsa oh, wow. on the 100th anniversary That's of, a, the, of yeah. the Tulsa race the massacre yeah, yeah. And, and seeing the, the history of that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Tulsa World newspaper put out a huge special edition with oh. pictures and, and stories. And, yeah. And you go, how could this possibly yeah. have happened? Right. You right. know, um, and, and, not anything I ever thought about Oklahoma. I think of Oklahoma and I think of the West and yeah. Cowboys and things <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't think about musical. About, about yeah. Yeah. And the, and the musical, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's like uh, middle America kind yeah, of stuff, you yeah. know, and, and yet in, in Tulsa, a big city, but um, but to, to see what happened there. Right, right. Um, and the scars from it, even today. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It just, it, it just opens your eyes to that. Uh, that's a history I don't share. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's difficult. Um, if you imagine just 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 an individual person who's affected throughout their life, you know, various things, you know, how trauma affects a person. Imagine and like so much more of people, you know. And I think one of the difficult things is people. It, it is so horrific. No one wants to be guilty of it right. and, or associated with it. And then you know, it's easy to say, "Oh, that's a long time ago." Or, but um, I think that's a, the thing about sin. It's sneaky. Like we don't realize like there's still effects from the horrific things that have happened in the past, like the Native Americans, you know, black, you know, slavery that occurred and discrimination. And, and, and even up until now, like it's, it's still existing. It's just, and, and people are afraid that, well, I don't want to feel bad about it. Cause I, I didn't do it. And, you know, I was actually in a conversation with someone when um, we had, a, we had a, we were one of the classes we were talking about open white our hearts with which is the USCCB right. document. Right. right? And um, this particular gentleman, gentleman who was, um, he's Caucasian, um, had a problem with it because he felt like it was dividing. And, and I was like, well, let's let's talk about that, you know. Right. And um, he just, you know, he's like, well, he was, he feels like it's against him. And I said, look, what happened a hundred years ago, you know, most people aren't here anymore. That, but but the effects of what happened are still there. So 
people of color, you know, they're still dealing with the, you know, the, the, the effects of what happened to their, their ancestors. And, and so are you, you know, and, and I said, just because, you know, you're a Euro American background doesn't mean that you, you're free from that. Like, I mean, this, if you think about it, those who own slaves look very much like you. So there's going to be something attached to that, right? Like, and, and I know you never owned slaves, but, people that looked like you did right and so you you're gonna have to deal with the the sin that is passed down just like anyone else right just like i mean adam and eve gave to to all of us so it's like how do we we obviously know that we're wounded people how do we engage and discuss and dialogue and bring healing you know when it's such a scary thing to talk about and i think it can only be done through jesus right yeah if if, i mean we see it trying to be discussed outside in the world maybe we can make a little bit of improvements but making laws here and movements here and and things like that that maybe it'll be helpful but until we realize that truly the image and likeness of god like we are made in that image and and that likeness and god is father son and holy spirit and they together is the image and likeness that's that's the relationship the love and if we can't duplicate that in one another then we won't be able to bring about that healing right so well you know i mean jesus didn't tell us to just address problems that we're personally responsible for. Right, right. I mean, you know, uh, we contribute to loaves and fishes. Yeah. Well, I, we, I'm not personally responsible exactly. for I didn't do people that. being hungry. <laughs> yeah. You know. It, yeah. And and it's 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 you know if you if you do the math even uh, it's become kind of a buzzword generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, if if my ancestors were plantation owners and, mm-hmm. and made a lot of money off of that and right. uh, and i we're not talking too many generations yeah not that long you know, ago I mean, we had slavery until 1865 right. that's uh 35 that's 150 so, or so years ago yeah. you're talking five six generations yeah, maybe not that long ago. and and you and you had not only did you have no freedom no rights no anything you had no property no wages no anything right nothing uh, yeah. your your kids had been taken from you and sold exactly. and, uh, you know and and suddenly you're free yeah um what do you, you do go, well <laughs> in 150 years they ought to have been able to blah, right. blah, blah, blah you know and you go no uh, because for a long time that we didn't have brown versus board of education right, right. until 1954 it yeah. took us from 1865 to 19 19- 54 that's 89 years mm-hmm. to end school desegregation yeah. school segregation yeah, yeah. um 1954 is not that long not ago that, not that long ago yeah that's a, that's a generation before me that's exactly. my dad exactly you know? yeah and and uh um you know and and you you take that and meanwhile you you can trace a lot of people with money today yeah back generations yeah yeah you you, you just exactly. can where you know well i inherited the family right whatever right business or it's been around for hundreds or, of years or home or, <laughs> right. or whatever it is and um and you you may not even think it's just so natural to you that that it's just been how your life has been yeah. so you don't think anything outside of that yeah, you, yeah. And, and so you said well i I, I didn't have slaves right right and even if your ancestors didn't have slaves yeah um, it's it is it's mind-boggling to me that in this country founded on such basic freedoms, yeah, that we ever had slavery. It's, yeah, it's, it is. It's it's like a, it's a giant blinders. Yes, yeah, mark, yeah. You know? I mean, I think it it happened, right? Like, and I think you know, not that we need to get over it, but we we need to acknowledge that it existed, and yeah. and that's what happened. How how can we? bring healing to those that are still suffering from the wounds of that right. you know actually we all are like yeah. we might not realize it maybe we benefited it from it but we're still we're still suffering as a people well, the, you know the problem and yeah. i you know uh, people react to it you know we've affirmative action mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like there's there's one job and there's 10 applicants and right. like well that's not fair because well nothing's nothing's nothing's, nothing's fair. ever fair <laughs> yeah when uh I, I, I liken it to um, you, you're going to have a, a, a race mm-hmm. and for the first 100-yard dash and for the first 50 yards, half the competitors have a 50-pound weight around their at legs. Right, right. And then halfway through the race, 
we're going to take the 50 pound weight off their leg. Right. And now they're expected to be to catch up. To catch right? up. Yeah. You know, and you're, yeah. Well, well, you're starting 50 yeah. yards behind her. Yeah. And every now and then you'll maybe get one that will catch yep. up. And then they're now the representative for the whole people saying, exactly. look what so and so did. He did it. Yeah. 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 So it's a fault of yours yeah. that you didn't do it. Right. Right. It's, a, it's, very, it's very, very complicated. It's very sad. It is. It is. And, and has, has um, even now really ripping the country apart oh yeah yeah i it's it's horrible it's it's gosh you know my my kids my my eldest daughter is is half black her, mm-hmm. her father was black and um and just having to navigate that with her and and the world you know because he, unfortunately he, he passed away so her, her experience as far as her black family like she she would see as much as she can but you know, she she's half me. She but uh, mm-hmm. you know her her phenotype. She she looks African American. Right. Right. So um, it it's been difficult. You know, and and you know, and I I've I've seen the racism. You know, I've I've felt the 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 bias and the discrimination against her and and the surprise that, you know, how she is or or whatever that um people don't they they see her firsthand and then they realize that she's a certain way and it's like mm-hmm. well what what were you expecting what you know expecting, and yeah. why. Why was that bad or why was that good? You know, right. so um, yeah, it's been it's been hard, and then seeing it in our church, and and since I've been part of this committee too, also hearing the 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 suffering of many many Catholics of color, especially black black and African American Catholics, right. uh, at the hands of of clergy of other um, good fathers. Tolton story. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Like men wanted to be a priest. Yeah. And, and he wasn't even allowed to go to school here, yeah. <laughs> so he had to go in in our Catholic faith, you yeah. know. And it's like we're not looking to blame anyone, but it's like okay, it it happened, and there were effects, and we have to re- you know reconcile with that. The fact know? that it happened tells you that that attitude was very prevalent. Exactly, then. if it was in you know yeah. in our church, yeah. yeah, and obviously it's not correct. So maybe we should be like also reflecting on. What is our current attitude? Are there things that are that we're going through, or we're, we're the way we're acting now? Right. Um, something as bad as withholding the Eucharist from until you're there, the last one, you know, until right. the end, right? Right. Is is are there any practices that we can, you know, maybe not as bad, but that we don't realize that we're doing that are actually harmful? Uh, harmful. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what we're trying to do too with the with this. I I came so I mean. We've broken down into several subcommittees to kind of focus on okay, what areas can we can we talk about? And, and they, these kind of bubbled up from the the talk, the listening sessions. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at like hiring practices. Um, you know, there there have been people who've made comments that even just the hiring process for for the church sometimes can can push people away who feel like you know this wouldn't be a welcoming place to people of color. Um, we've looked at uh, faith formation, and mm-hmm. you know. Are we only looking at European saints? Are we are we looking at the contributions of other saints? Are we looking at the people, the theology right. of other lands? You know, um, in Catholic schools uh, as well. You know how we knowing like the history of the Catholic schools, why they were even established, and and looking at now, you there's there's like a big difference from right. you know we, Catholics weren't allowed to attend public school, right? right? And right. Um, so th- there was there was discrimination there. You know, and, and, and there's been, you know, through these listening sessions, there's been experiencing experience of discrimination in our current day mm-hmm. and age in Catholic mm-hmm. schools. So, you know, you know, intentionally or unintentionally, but it's, we still have to kind of, we have to address that. But right. yeah. So, so there, there's still a lot of work, but I mean, I think that's something God allows us to participate in. <laughs> you know? Well, it gives me great comfort to know that you're part of the committee. Yeah. yeah I'm very thankful. There's a lot of good people that, who are part yeah. of it and, and Bishop Soto is really um, supportive of it. So that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Laurel Lynn, always, always a joy to see you. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> you, you too. <laughs> you take care. Blessings to you and your family. Thank and, you. uh, We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items, 
Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and long-standing support of the Bishop's Hour. Hello, this is Moises de Leon from the Office of Family and Respect Life. You're listening to Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunnan. Thank you, Moises, for that wonderful introduction, and thanks for all the great work you do here in the Diocese of Sacramento. Uh, Pope Francis, Ladato C. I urgently appeal then for a new dialogue about how we are shaping the future of our planet. We need a conversation which includes everyone since the environmental challenge we are undergoing and its human roots concern and affect us all. That's uh, Pope Francis writing in Laudato Si. So Friday, September 9, 6 to 8 p.m., a light dinner and refreshments will be served at St. Anthony Parish in Winters. And there will be a meeting called... Care for Creation. This Time for Creation offers individual believers and communities an opportunity to reaffirm their personal vocation to be stewards of creation, to thank God for the wonderful handiwork that he has entrusted to our care, and to implore his help for the protection of creation as all as his pardon for the sins committed against the world in which we live. Join us to learn about the Diocese of Sacramento's commitment and how you can participate uh, it's sponsored by the Diocese of Sacramento Office of Catholic Charities and Social Concerns and the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. Uh, you can contact Laura Rios if you'd like to attend. She's at L Rios, R I O S, L Rios at scd.org, or give her a call, 916 733 Also, each year, uh, Bishop Soto presents the St. Thomas More Award to a member of the legal profession. This award is given to a practicing Catholic who demonstrates faithfulness to gospel values in both his or her personal life as well as their professional life. This distinguished event is celebrated annually throughout the United States. The recipient of this year's award will be honored at the Mass and Dinner on Wednesday, November the 2nd. Mass will begin at 5.15 p.m. at the Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament, followed by dinner at the Sutter Club in Sacramento. The uh, uh, honoree will be the Honorable Stephen M. Basha, who is a retired Yolo Superior Court judge. Uh, excellent, excellent choice. Uh, the Red Mass is the traditional gathering of members of the legal profession. Uh, attorneys, judges, elected and appointed officials, and all those working in the legal system or involved in the process of government in the five-county Sacramento region are invited to attend Wednesday, November 2, 5.15 p.m., followed by the 15th annual Bench and Bar Award Dinner with presentation of the St. Thomas More Award at the Sutter Club, 1229th Street in Sacramento. It's always a, a great event. You can go to scd.org backslash red mass uh, to to learn all about it and uh, there, there's so many so many great things going on right now uh, uh, we had the great honor of uh, interviewing father uh, Doherty from who's the president and rector of st. Patrick's seminary 
in Menlo Park, where a number of our seminarians attend. And they're having their annual gala on uh, September the 10th. That's a, uh, a Saturday. It's a wonderful event uh, in, uh, in Menlo Park, a, a dinner outdoors, um, just a, a, a great event and a big fundraiser for uh, St. Patrick's Seminary. So you can uh, contact the seminary to, to hear all about it. And if you'd like to like to attend their gala in the evening on September the uh, 10th. Also, uh, Theology of the Body Night, Friday, October 14th at St. Joseph Parish in Lincoln for teens and parents interested in learning more about God's plan and our human sexuality and how to support our teens in the struggle of their sexuality. Theology of the Body, Body Conference Day will be Saturday, October 15th, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Again at St. Joseph Parish, 280 Oak Tree Lane in Lincoln for anyone uh, interested parents, catechists, youth ministries to learn about best practices to have the conversation with our youth uh, about their human sexuality. Uh, you can go to scd.org backslash T-O-B, that's Theology of the Body 2022, uh, to learn all about. Again, scd, uh, scd.org backslash T-O-B, 2022 um and it, you know it's a very important stuff um there's a, you can you can look it all up too you can contact moises de leon he is at m d e l e o n at scd.org or give moises a call at 916-733-0133 and it should be should be a uh, uh, a great a great night on the 14th, 6.30 to 8 p.m., and then uh, a, a great conference day on Saturday, October 15, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., all at uh, uh, the great St. Joseph's Parish in Lincoln. You're invited to join We Were Born Ready. It's a forum to empower, equip, mobilize, and resource Catholics to fulfill their baptismal call to serve women, children, and families, especially women in difficult and unexpected pregnancies. Catholics are called to take an active role in legislative issues that harm those most vulnerable in our society. Uh, you can go, uh, again, contact Moises de Leon, M-D-E-L-E-O-N at scd.org, or 916-733-0133. Again, M de Leon, D-E-L-E-O-N at scd.org. scd.org is... The diocesan website. You can learn about just about anything on the diocese. And if you ever want to contact the Bishop's Hour, just go to scd.org and find the Bishop's Hour link and uh, all the information on how to contact us. Uh, Gabe's information, my information are there, how to call us, how to email us. If you have a, a, a guest in mind, uh, a lot of our guests are recommended by our listeners. And if, if something happening in your parish, in your school, uh, in your community, uh, somebody doing the Lord's work out there or a, maybe a ministry that you, th you think could use a little shot in the arm or some publicity, we are, we are here to help. So always, always give us a call. Maybe, maybe somebody has uh, started a, a food closet. Maybe somebody's uh, doing something with the homeless. So we, we always want to hear from you and, and what's going on. And calling all uh, cursoristas and future cur cur cursoristas, that's a hard word to pronounce, the Curcio uh, is having a Applegate Jesuit at the Applegate Jesuit Retreat Center, September 15th through 18th. Make a friend, bring a friend, be a friend to Christ. Sacramento Women's Curcio is scheduled for September 15, 18 uh, this year, this, this September, right now. If you have a friend who you would like to sponsor or if you wish to attend the weekend, Go to the website, sacramentocursillo.org. Cursillo, Cursillo is C-U-R-S-I-L-L-O. To register or uh, uh, for more information, contact Kathy Bauer. She's at Kathy with a K, K-A-T-H-Y-A-N-D-R-O-N-94 at gmail.com. And uh, or, or cause, contact uh, uh, Jasmine Ortiz. Jasmine is at 916 Seven three three zero one two three. 
this is exciting stuff just around the corner. Six Flags Discovery Discovery Kingdom in Vallejo, where all where all the animals are. Well, there's going to be a lot of uh, Catholic youth there on September 17. On Fire, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom in Vallejo. On Fire is an event for high school-aged teens and young adults to gather and be inspired. This year, the keynote speakers are Marie Pablo and Joe Melendres, and we've had the great pleasure of interviewing both of those. Steve Angrisano and Epic the Band coming in from Florida that will lead the music during Mass and the evening concert and Holy Hour. During the day, an all-you-can-eat lunch will be available along with the Sacrament of Reconciliation and a Vocation Carnival. Plus, you're in Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. On-fire tickets holders will be exclusive ride time after the park closes. Go to onfire.com. If you have any questions, you can contact Jennifer Campbell. She's at 916-733-0135 or Campbell at scd. Org. And uh, the Diocese uh, of uh, Stockton, Fresno, Monterey, Oakland, Reno, Sacramento, Santa Rosa, San Jose, and the Archdiocese of San Francisco all sponsor this. Also, there will be uh, Father Joe Kim and Steve Angrisano. And all the reports on On Fire are just just very, very positive. People, people absolutely, absolutely love uh, On Fire. So many, so many good things. You just, you just hear people raving. They, they wish you could do it. Uh, <laughs> you could do it uh, uh, a couple of times a year, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great, great fun, but also very inspiring. Starts with Holy Mass at nine forty-five p.m. Well, I've been meaning to do this for a while and uh, haven't had the ch- the time. We 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 always have uh, uh, some great and interesting guests, but uh, Bishop Soto. Um, presented uh, the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist invites us to be truly present to him um, and it is just a it's a wonderful wonderful statement from the bishop as we are in the our our three-year Eucharistic revival and uh, um, so this was this was in the Herald the bishop writes the priest is one to whom people come at those junctions of life, when they come face to face with the unsolvable. These are the words of Bishop Soto. Those moments when they meet with the limits of creaturely power, when they experience darkness or have intimations of mortality. At such moments, people have need to draw near to one who, while able like other men and women to swim in the waters of life and stay afloat in them, is not averse to drowning graciously in them able to be overcome. People need one who has entered deeply into the Paschal mystery of Jesus, rejoicing in life, but at ease with death. Those are the words of Monsignor James O'Reilly in 1977. There's more to who he is. The words uh, now from Bishop Soto. This definition of the priest was developed by the Reverend Monsignor James O'Reilly. He served as a priest in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Born on November 11, 1916 in Galway City, Ireland, He died on April 10, 1978, while taking his morning stroll around the campus of St. John Seminary in Camarillo, California. Bishop Soda goes on to say, I never had the good fortune of taking a class from him. I was studying philosophy in the college, part of the same seminary campus, while Monsignor O'Reilly taught mostly theology students. I remember the many stories told about him. The most memorable tidbit was a paraphrased extraction from his definition of priesthood. Quote, a priest should be able to drown with people. I had heard this line many times in various forms. It was one of those insights that got me thinking. Another quote of Monsignor Riley that I often recall was, the Mass is intentionally boring so that it can bore into your heart. I love that quote. I'll leave that quote for another article. The idea that a priest should be able to drown with people stuck with me throughout the seminary. The tested wisdom of this venerable seminary professor was not clear to me until after ordination when the many who faced the unsolvable came to me. I quickly learned there were numerous circumstances and situations for which no pat answer or remedy was available except the poor meager attempt to imitate the good shepherd who said, I am with you always until the end of the ages. I learned the poverty of presence has a richness all its own. Presence is a treasure, 
for which many search and few are willing to give. These are the words of Bishop Soto. Standing at a hospital bedside, speaking through a plexiglass window in a prison, listening to a disoriented homeless person on the sidewalk, lending an ear to a penitent's litany of burdens, can leave one speechless, unable to find the words or the means to help. Sometimes the temptation arises to elude such encounters when there is little or nothing to say or do. To linger and listen, to stand and wait, to stay with the silent suffering of another offers more than we may imagine. For many of us, the ability to give something, do something, or say something may often become a way to avoid having to be present. Such means may be used as a way to, as a way to put distance between us and someone who is drowning in sorrow or broken in spirit. We let something else take our place to get between us and them. Having nothing to offer becomes the justification to walk away. The act of presence is a gift all its own. The giver is the gift, the gift of companionship. Our presence sends to the other person the message that one is not alone, especially in those unsolvable moments when there are intimations of mortality. The willingness to accompany another person in those dark moments may not solve a problem or provide a remedy. Still, personal presence can be an amazing grace. Presence also transforms anything we may offer. A kind word, some good advice, and financial or material assistance takes on a richer meaning when it comes as an expression of companionship. The National Eucharistic Revival, My Flesh for the Life of the World, is a pastoral initiative by the U.S. bishops and the faithful of the Catholic Church in the United States to awaken a deeper devotion to the real presence of the Lord Jesus in the Eucharist, the most blessed sacrament, Santissimo Sacramento. The body and blood of the Lord Jesus in the most holy Eucharist nourishes and sustains us in our journey to life everlasting. This is possible because Jesus, the Good Shepherd, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, is truly present to us. The Lord Jesus told his disciples on the night before he died on the cross, Remain in me as I remain in you. The real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist invites us to be truly present to him. Faith reveals his presence to us. The nearness of his divine charity compels a humble, reverential presence from us. Once his fingers probed the glorious wounds of the risen Christ, the doubts of Thomas faded. The real, merciful presence of the Lord moved the hesitant apostle to proclaim, My Lord and my God. The Eucharist offers us the same encounter with the risen Christ. Our faithful presence with the Lord Jesus in the sacrifice of the Mass also obliges us to bring his real presence into the world around us. The habitual practice of the spiritual and temporal works of mercies should serve as a sacramental extension of Eucharist. This cannot be done without a willingness to be present and available to others, especially those who face the unsolvable and feel they are drowning. Monsignor O'Reilly's insight taught me an important lesson about the priesthood. His wisdom coaxed me into many encounters where others faced uncertainty and despair. These occasions asked me to accompany another on their road to Calvary. Such moments were journeys of faith, relying only on the undying charity of the one whose presence waits for us on the cross. Remain in me as I remain in you. Those are the words of uh, Bishop Soto talking about the Eucharistic revival, which uh, began on June the 19th and is going to run for three years. And there you will see... uh, uh, at Ministry Days, a, a so-called Eucharistic preacher will be at Ministry Days to talk about to talk about uh, uh, the Eucharist and what it means and how wh- how and why it is so important, the source and summit of our faith. We'll take a quick break here. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in healthcare, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, You can give them a call, 916-851-2000. 
2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of of Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're, They're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive a generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley & Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. And we uh, are, are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, longstanding support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. Hi, this is Brian Visitation, Director of Media and Communications for the Diocese of Sacramento. You're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. Thank you, Brian, for that great introduction, and thanks for all the great work you do here in the Diocese of Sacramento. The uh, Filipino Apostolate of the Catholic Diocese of Sacramento is laying the groundwork for the feast day celebration of the Filipino saint, St. Lorenzo Ruiz, uh, the, it will be a nine-day novena from September 14th to the 22nd. On the 23rd, there will be a Holy Mass to be celebrated by Bishop Soto at Good Shepherd Parish in Elk Grove, followed by uh, uh, music and food and dancing and singing and just a, a great, great celebration. Uh, the, uh, the wonderful thing about the novena, will be it will be a, a rosary at separate parishes on each day of the novena uh, the, on the 14th of September at Our Lady of Grace in West Sacramento, the 15th at St. Paul's on Florin Road, on September 16th at Our Lady of Mercy in Reading, 17th St. Joseph in Elk Grove, 18th Divine Mercy in Natomas, the 19th St. John the Baptist in Folsom, the 20th St. Rose of Lima in Roseville, the 21st St. Holy Spirit in Fairfield, the 22nd, St. Maria Goretti in Elk Grove. And then on the 23rd, at Good Shepherd, Holy Mass uh, with Bishop Soto at 6 p.m. On, uh, on the 23rd. That's a uh, Friday evening. So uh, all to celebra- celebrate uh, the great Filipino saint, St. Lorenzo Ruiz. I really love uh, the, the, the Rosary Novena as, as well. You know, we were talking about... Um, the real presence and Eucharistic preachers. Well, uh, the uh, ministry days, which is September 23rd and 24th, the keynote on both Friday and Saturday will be Father Daniel Williamson, a Eucharistic preacher. He's from the Diocese of Oakland, and and uh, he's really, really, uh, he's going to travel around the country uh, talking about the Eucharist for the next three years. Also, the Friday keynote, uh, Kara Morales, Catholic Education in 2022, accompany our students in the chaos of modern times. And the uh, Friday keynote, Father Michael Martin, United by Whom Ministry Days is the largest gathering of ministers, catechists, and Catholic school teachers in the Diocese of Sacramento. It's an excellent opportunity 
to network with others. You you you, you meet other Catholics. You uh, get get ideas about maybe a, a ministry that somebody has in their parish that you don't have in your parish, and uh, just a, a great event. The 23rd is for the Catholic school teachers, and then the 24th is for everybody else at St. Francis Catholic High School. Go to ministrydays.com. That's going to do it for us for, for today. Thanks for listening. God bless everyone. We'll talk to you again soon. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town, uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. To the cross I look And to the cross I cling of its suffering I do drink Of its work I do sing On it must save you Both bruised and crushed Showing that God is love And God is just